0: I'm Sam Dingman. And I'm Mac Montandon. And on our new podcast, The Rumor, we're trying to figure out if the Orioles faked a power outage in 1997.
1: The answer involves Baseball Hall of Famer Cal Ripken Jr., Hollywood Hall of Famer Kevin Costner, and a renegade cop who goes by Mad Dog. We're going to try to unravel this mystery before this mystery unravels us. Listen to The Rumor on
0: Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Sponsored by WinBet. This be the best. You have to win. And that's what tries, tries, tries. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Clutch Talk podcast slash YouTube slash We Do It All. COVID I, edition. COVID <laughs> edition, man. COVID. And I know y'all, y- y'all probably looking like, what is going on? The Zoom? The Zoom for the Clutch Talk? Man, yes, sir, man. That's what we got, man. We got my two brothers here with me today, man. We got my big bro, Junior. Junior, say what's up to everybody? What's up, everybody? Glad man, to we be got,
1: back.
0: Yeah, sorry, and we got yes, sir. and we we got my guy Jalen here with me today man What's
2: up man what's up y'all,
0: How man, y'all doing? We we're we really excited we're really excited y'all and we're I'm also happy to let y'all know this is the new Clutch Talk crew man moving forward this is the crew this is what we got going forward We we'll still clutch bring crew. some exactly the clutch crew man so we'll, we'll, we'll still bring some guests on stuff like that when when Kobe gets better but as of right now this 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 is what we rocking with, man. This this is the Zoom group, the Zoom clutch group, man. But uh, but yeah, there you have it, man. So for today, well, we we got a good topic. We got we're grading, we're giving each team in the Western Conference a grade, A, B, C, D, and F, and, but only the Western Conference teams, man. So we we gonna go through the list, go go through each team, give them a grade, give them a reasoning or two, and you know that's it, man. We just gonna have some fun with it, y'all. Y'all ready? I always have fun. ready. Let's do it. Let's do this, man. So, without no further ado, let's start with the with the goats, man. The best team, the team that won a championship last season, let's man. Hear let's, hear start it the, let's, let's start hear. with the Lakers, it man. I gotta go. I gotta give them an A. What other what other grade could you give him? How do the champs get a plus? A plus You have to get them a plus. <laughs> Come on, man. The two times champs. Like the champs get better. You know, they did they, they, they sign Montrezl Harold, signed Wesley Matthews. Signed Marcus Saul came out of nowhere. Nobody thought Marcus Saul was <laughs> yeah, coming. Okay, yeah. it traded for Dennis Schroeder. Like I know, like I know, my guys got something to say. So I'm gonna, let y- I'm gonna let y'all handle it. But like, man, like even just those moves, that's not even everything. It gives them an A. But it's crazy to me that the, the champions just got better.
1: How, how y'all feel,
0: man? Talk to me.
1: No, it's nice, man. I give them an A plus 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 plus. There's only one more team that came close to them, but they're not actually in the West, so. There, but they're still top of the league, man. I mean, Rob Lincoln deserves a statue in front of Staples, man. Come on, man. He's got to get his statue. They're going to retire his blazer up there with all the jerseys. <laughs> man. He, I mean, he upgraded almost every single position they lost, flipped Danny Green in the late first round into Dennis Schroeder, who led the league in points off the bench, picked up the sixth man of the year, Montrezl Harrell, like you said. And I know people say, you know, he got exposed on defense and stuff, but uh, now his defensive partner is not going to be Zubak gonna be Anthony Davis come on so it's a little different <laughs> yeah. uh, you know and they got you know like you said Gasol on the minimum contract you know and, and a lot of a lot of people say oh, a lot of professional players say it's very easy to get complacent when you win and I think that they refreshed enough of the roster so they don't get complacent you know and, and they have still some guys who are hungry to get that first ring you know it's it's hard to say anything against them if anything you know, I. I if you want to come up with a knock, you probably say, "Oh, not keeping Dwight or not getting Boogie," you know. But they wanted bigger roles, and you know we, that's not something that the that the Lakers could offer them. But man, what what an off season! What an off season!
0: What an off season!
2: An amazing off season. I mean, like Davis got the the max, the hundred, the hundred million dollar max contract, man, and they
1: had yes, to the get LeBron nice. back with the eighty I million. Know. five million. Woo, pretty good, and it was good for the Lakers too to lock down AD for five years, right, or four yeah. plus an option because today you're seeing a lot of one-plus-one deals and, and more player empowerment. So, uh, you know, a fear, at least I'll, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, everybody who's been watching Clutch Talk knows I'm a Lakers fan, so I don't have to hide that. But uh, my fear was when LeBron retired, because he's going to retire at some point, AD maybe leaves, and then the team, you know, is back to where they started, where they were a couple years ago. You know, but I think with that with that five-year contract, that kind of eliminates that fear. So, you know, Palinka was able to sell Rob on something beyond LeBron. And uh, and I think that that's just I mean man what a, that was an off season for the ages really yeah really, really definitely
2: was. definitely they number one in the off season pickups in all the
1: definitely
0: number pickups. one definitely. for
1: sure and you know and they didn't they didn't also they didn't overpay players who, who, who they could have kept you know like Rondo for example he had a great playoffs it's, regular season wasn't so much but you know he had great playoffs. And it's very, teams are very easy, or it's very easy for teams to overpay in that sense. And, uh, you know, Lakers didn't fall into that. Much respect to Rondo, thank him for his contributions, you know, best luck of luck to him in Atlanta. But I think it was a smart move for the Lakers, to, you know, to get younger in that position. That's what they did with Schroeder.
0: Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I, so then I got a question for both of you. So for me, I know, I know my answer personally. So the question is, out of all the players we lost, I want y'all to give me one player, or both of you, that you think, Hurt us the most. to I'm saying us because <laughs> that hurt the Lakers. That hurt the Lakers the most to lose. I think it's Rondo. I think it hurt the most to lose Rondo because Rondo was a great player that could he bring the ball up court and have LeBron and Anthony Davis run the lanes. When LeBron and Anthony Davis were in, instead of LeBron bringing the ball down court, it could be Rondo and then Rondo has LeBron and AD running the lanes. That's scary. But so I think I think Rondo hurt the most out of everybody. But go ahead, Junior and Jalen.
2: I agree with you because, I mean, like, Rondo is, like, a pure point guard. He is one of the most pure point guards in the league. So, I mean, it's really hard to replace that. You know, Dennis Shooter is a good point guard, but he isn't, you know, the type of point guard that's going to be dishing and rebounds and doing all the other things just like Rondo. Exactly.
1: Exactly. Man, for me, I actually am not going to go with Rondo. I'm actually going to go with, uh, I think, either Dwight or Boogie, man. And I know that Boogie is a boogie (laughs) man. (laughs) <laughs> I know that Boogie never played for the Lakers really officially, but man, he's, you know, he's been on the sidelines for two years or almost two years. Like he's hungry, you know, and I think he's going to be a great addition to that Rockets team. I would have loved to see him because he's, he's, I don't know how old he is, but I don't think he's past 30. No, So have well. been we would have, you know, the Lakers would have been able to have, you know, Boogie, if he gets back to, man, if Boogie gets back to half of what he was, yeah. that's still a solid player. Yeah, You know, so I think lo- losing Boogie was probably the biggest thing. I almost said Bradley, but I don't know. They played pretty well without him in the bubble. And here's another thing, too, that I didn't even take into consideration until later. But, like, what if Bradley, you know, he didn't go to the bubble because of COVID fears. Well, now there's no bubble and COVID's still here. So who knows how available he's going to be, you know? Mm -hmm. Who knows if Miami's going to get all 72 games out of him this season? Um, We don't know that. So maybe, you know, it wasn't worth the gamble. Uh, You know, Dwight's energy, too, is another thing that I think the Lakers might miss a little. They got a little bit older that center position, even though Dwight is like thirty four, and so is Marcus. No, Marcus is thirty five. Yeah, Marcus a little slower. It's a different type of, of center, you know. Dwight being that athletic center, uh, whereas whereas Gasol is more that cunning, smart, slower player, you know. Mm-hmm. So, man, it's tough, but I probably say Boogie. I probably say boogie.
0: okay, okay, all right. So we now now we moving on to the other LA team. We got the. L.A. Clippers, the wackiest <laughs> one of all. But so for the Clippers, man, Woo! I gave I gave him a B. I gave him a B. Only reason why I gave him a B is because they did sign Luke Luke Leonard from the. Uh, they did trade it for Luke Kennard on the Clippers, yeah. who is a score a score first point guard. And they did si- they picked up Nicholas Batum, and Serge Ibaka. Serge Ibaka. <laughs> they 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 picked up Nicholas Batum, and Serge Ibaka. I think I think Nicholas Batum is. Past his prime, Serge walker can still be a, a very much help to that team. I think he's actually a, an upgrade than than, than for Demontre Harrell. To be honest, to me, I, I would I would rather have Serge. So I think that I think it was it was a great pick up for them, but. The reason why I could not give them – I mean, there's a lot of reasons why I couldn't give them an A, but the reason why I couldn't give them higher than a B is because they lost most of, most of their bench scoring, losing Montrez Harrell, losing Larry, Larry Shammott, losing Rodney McGrew uh, Magru- and Jermichael Green. I know you're like, oh, where's Lou? Like, Lou all their bench scoring. But Lou really only scores with Montrez because they run that pick-and-roll and then somebody's left open every single time. But now Trez is gone. So Lou can't even run his pick-and-rolls anymore. So that's why yeah. I say that the Clippers lost almost – not all of their bench scoring, but a good amount of their bench scoring, losing Montrez, losing Larry Shamid, and Rodney McGregor. Mm-hmm. How, how y'all feeling about, about the Clippers, man?
1: Man, I'm ready. I, I cannot believe you gave him a B, man. I, I gave him a C minus, man. That was a C- <laughs> C-. shambolic <laughs> offseason, man. Okay. okay. I mean, Kayla, like I said, Montrez, Shamid, Green, and they're acceptable losses, except maybe for Montreal, you know? Mm-hmm. But one, they overpaid Marcus Morris so oh. much. So much. I think Marcus Morris is a little better than Marquise, you know, a little bit, but not that much, where we mm-hmm. could give him – where the Lakers could give him a minimum, and they pay him $64, over, 64 million over three years. And, I mean, I, look, look, so they overpaid for Marcus Morris. I think Luke Kennard's okay. He's a mediocre player. Uh, apparently, Tyloo doesn't even know who he is. So, I don't know if you guys saw that interview, but uh, he was, he was given – Ty Lue was given an interview, and he completely forgot Luke Kennard's name. He's like, we picked up, uh, uh, and then he pretended that the audio froze, that the video froze. <laughs> <laughs> <Definitely> <laughs> <It went up. laughs> but uh, honestly, man, Ibaka saved their offseason from being an F. Like, that's what I think, honestly. He's going to be good for them. He's a great player, and it's a great pickup for the Clippers. I, I agree with you, John. Like, I think Ibaka is is a little bit better than Harrell. I don't think his world's better than Harrell. I think he's a little bit better than Harold. But Harrell's is uh, significantly younger. I think he's got four or five years on him. So at the same price, I actually prefer the Harold pickup. Like if we if it was like a one year deal for each, I'd rather have Ibaka. I agree, but um, it's not just the here and now, you know. It's going forward, and I think that getting a younger team was also part of keeping that AD trade. But let me not get into the Lakers, Clippers C minus. Talk to me, Jalen. I gave them a C because like I only really see them, you know, like changing that
2: much of like their game plan, you know, because I feel like they kind of just like replace. Certain positions, like almost like the almost the like exact same player, you know, like Serge Ibaka and Montrezl Harrell. They're not like they like they have like the same role going into the next season. You know, I like the person that's that's going to rebound and get it and 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 go get it for you. And they got Luke Luke Kennard. And, you know, he's a good shooter. Traded for Landy Shabman. You know, they're doing okay, but they're not doing bad. You know, that's why I gave him a C.
0: Okay, okay, I like that. I like that. I respect that. So now let's go on to to the Nuggets, man. How are y'all feeling about the Nuggets? I personally gave the Nuggets a C. The reason why I gave them a C is because they lost two starters and a solid bench player, and all they got back was one—not even a solid bench player, just one bench player, You're not even solid. Man, they they lost Jeremy Grant to the to the Pistons. They lost Mason, which is a starter. They lost Mason Plumlee. Which is a solid bench player to the Pistons. They lost, they, they lost Torrey and Craig, which is a starter to the Bucks. Uh, so, I mean, like, that hurts. Like, that hurts really, really bad for the Nuggets because those are two key players and, and then a solid bench player for them. And all they got back was, was Jermichael Green from, from the Clippers. But one thing that I did, I, I almost gave him a D because they lost so many good, they lost so many starters and only gained back someone who is not equivalent. But the only reason why I, why I gave him a C, man, is because of R.J. Hampton. They just drafted R.J. Hampton. I think he has Michael Porter Jr. potential. Like, he is going to be raw. I think he's going to, like, take some years to get good. Like how Michael Porter didn't take, like, two, three years to get good. I know his back injury and some stu- stuff like that. But I think R.J. Hampton has the potential to be nice, man. Like, real, real nice. So that's why I think he's a sleeper pick. He's the 24th pick, man. So I gave him a C. How y'all feeling about the Nuggets?
2: I gave him a C, too, because, you know, like, the only good thing that they have going for them is R.J. Hampton this, this whole year. So, I mean, that's, that's the only reason why I gave him a C. Nothing else.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm with you as well. I and a C for me as well. So it's funny we all gave him the same grade. I thought I was being tough, but, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, losing, like you said, they, they lost a lot of significant players. The biggest one being Jeremy Grant. I mean, that was a huge blow to them. Man. Uh, and you know they they kept Paul Millsap, but he's not what he used to be. You know he's getting a little bit up there in age, you know yeah. basketball age. And um, I know they got this. I forgot the guy's name now. It's got this Argentinian like player. I think he was playing for Real Madrid in Spain. And he's supposed to be like the next like JJ Barea, which I mean JJ Barea doesn't come in and save your franchise, but <laughs> but, but he's a solid, you know he's a solid player. So so I think I think honestly they the and RJ Hampton obviously that like you guys talked about, but I think. Uh, just Grant losing Grant along with everybody else, but especially Grant really hurt them a lot. So I gave them a C.
0: Okay, yeah. all right. Now moving on to the boringest team every off season, man. We got the San Antonio Spurs. I mean, they didn't really do much. So I gave them a D. I gave them a D. All they did is just pick up their uh, their draft pick, which is Devin Devin Vassell with the 11th pick, and then Trey Jones with the 40 uh, 41st pick, and then they lost their point guard. The, uh Brandon Forbes and then they lost Marco Bellinelli, which we all know could shoot. So yeah. I mean Marco Bellinelli is older, but besides that, they didn't do it's anything. shooting so doesn't I, get old.
1: So I, I
0: I gave him a D, man. How how y'all feeling about the Spurs?
1: I gave him a C minus. C minus. They didn't do much. They picked up nobody significant. They lost like you said, Bellinelli and Brent Forbes, and they're both shooters. So they lost two shooters. And you know like they could have flipped the Rosen and Aldridge for something and just start a rebuild, you know, kind of yeah. like the Thunder. Like the Thunder, they're just they're just flipping people every totally. year, just getting picks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's almost a thing. I mean, I don't know. I don't want to come in here and encourage tanking, you know. But it's almost a thing. Like if you're not winning, you're losing. It doesn't matter if you're second in the West or you know if you're if you lose in the conference finals, you're losing. I mean, you could all you could always be a piece away or something. But if the Spurs are probably not even going to make the playoffs, so if you barely miss it or if you get last, you know, it, yeah. It, they probably could have flipped the Rosen and Aldridge or something. There was there was desire for the Rosen around the league. Mm-hmm. Aldridge, uh, I mean, he's he's a serviceable big man. You can always get something for him. So and they didn't. They want to do the rebuild the hard way, which I guess good for basketball, right? They're just not tanking, but at the same yeah. time, it's like it's i it, was just unimpressed by their offseason.
2: Mm-hmm. They always have a pretty boring offseason. That's why I gave them a seed a too. Team. They're, they're a boring team. They only picked up Trey Jones, who I really liked in college. You know, he's a player that's gonna play ninety four feet on you, he's 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 gonna get it for you. And that's why I really like the or not, not liked, but I guess tolerated this team's <laughs> I
0: guess.
1: Okay.
0: I'll put up with it. I
1: guess.
2: Okay.
0: All right. So moving on to the next team, we got the Portland Trailblazers, man. Talk to me how y'all feeling about that, man. Go ahead. Y'all y'all go ahead and kick that off. Go ahead, Junior or Jalen.
1: All right. Blazers I gave him a B. Kept mellow, got in his back. Derek Jones Jr., but their biggest pickup is Covington. I mean, uh, their only negative was losing Hassan Whiteside, but that's always the thing about like how much of a negative was it? His numbers don't lie; he's a solid player. But uh, but but I hear he's not a good locker room guy. For my you know for my NBA sources, they're telling me he's not a good locker room guy. Mm-hmm. So uh, you know how, how good how much of a loss was it? I guess we'll see. You know how the Kings do, but. Uh, um, and it was actually weird cuz he stayed on the board for long uh Hassan what i say on the board I mean like no no one picked him up he was a free agent for a long time. Mm-hmm. So maybe you know there's some other stuff going on we don't even know about because if you look at those numbers that's not a player that stays for a free agent very long.
0: Lead but, league in box.
1: <laughs> I know and, and I think I mean I don't quote me on it but he might have been averaging a double double. So he was than likely. yeah he's a solid player. I still don't think they have all, enough to go all the way, you know. I, I say this every year about Dame. I like the dude but could be as loyal as he wants, but he, he's just gonna end up being like another Gary Payton, who's just you know he's gonna end up with zero rings. A great player with zero rings, you know what I mean? that's stay true to his team, but but uh, didn't much. do much, you know. Yeah, yeah. And then and then Gary Payton tried to go to the Lakers when he was you know <laughs> pushing forty, and form that you know that super team quote unquote with in uh, 4 and they didn't win a ring. So who knows? Dame stays with the Trailblazers forever, and then tries to go to you know a super team when he's older and wins maybe, I don't know. So mm-hmm. yeah, I gave him a B. You know, they okay. they had they had a good offseason compared to most other teams.
2: Mm-hmm. I give them Jim? a B because these are the pickups, you know, like like Robert Covington in his character, uh, Derek Jones Jr. Um I'm I'm actually proud of Derek Jones Jr. because he has an, like an um a nineteen million dollar deal. You know, that's pretty good for him for two years. And just seeing like where he came from and just seeing like him come up and seeing him finally getting his uh, respect for playing on you know, the heat, you know, and he's finally on a team. that hopefully he's gonna appreciate
0: him. I, I I agree, man. I couldn't, yeah, y'all took the words out of my mouth. I also gave him a B. Uh, but one thing I do gotta disagree with you on, jenner You said the biggest pickup is Robert Covington. I believe their biggest pick-up is Ennis Canner. Ennis Canner, I've been saying this for so long. Kanter is so yeah. slept on. He yeah, is so nice. slept on. He's nice. Every single game he is grabbing you. 12 to 14 rebounds and he's at least putting up 10 points. Ennis Canner.
2: Ennis
0: Canner is so I'm telling you, I love Ennis Cannon. And, and and he even started on, on the on the on the the trailblazers. He started on trailblazers, got traded away from the trailblazers, and then and then and then he came back. And then now now he's back. Uh but like how you guys said you guys said everything, man. Like uh Robert Covington's a huge pickup. Jalen mentioned Derrick Jones Jr. Uh man I'm super happy for him because he was just known as a dunker. But now you know what I'm saying? He's coming in, coming into his role. And uh one thing that I do want to add that hurt them a lot, definitely how Junior mentioned is Hassan Whiteside leaving, but also Trevor Reza Like tra- I know Trevor Reese is older, but Trevor Reza is a three and D player, which Robert Covington is as well. But like Trevor Reese is a good three and D player, a good Locker room guy. I've heard from multiple, like how Junior says, multiple NBA sources that Trevor Reza is a great locker room guy. He's a glue guy. He he's who keeps them together. So I did that. Also, is more of like a sentimental one. But Trevor Reeser, them losing Trevor Reese hurts. Mhm, does. Okay, all right. So moving on to uh, the Kings. It's funny we were just talking about Trevor. We just talking about the Kings where Hassan Whiteside signed. Yeah. I gave them. I gave them a C. And they only, Hassan side, lost Harry Giles, lost, lost Kyle Guy, who was lost crazy. Yeah, they lost a lot of people, lost a lot of young guys. Kyle Guy, I wanted to mention this. He has crazy, not just because his name's Kyle, but his, he has crazy Kyle Corver potential. Kyle Guy can shoot the lights out, bro. He can yeah. shoot the lights. I remember watching him in college last year. He's crazy. And they lost Kent ba- Bazemore, who's never been the same since he left the Hawks. But so that's why I gave him a C. Talk to me. How y'all feeling?
1: You forgot. You forgot their biggest loss, Bogdan Bogdanovich. Oh man, oh, they did lose Bogdanovich, <laughs> and they lost him for nothing because they, they could have matched him. He was a restricted free agent. They didn't match him. He's solid enough. And I'm gonna say something here, but like I don't want anybody to misunderstand me. Like you know, I because you know, Sac is California. I'm California through and through. Like I'm not. I'm not. You know, trying to talk bad on Sacramento, but that's not a free agent destination. People don't just be like, oh, I cannot wait to move to Sacramento. <laughs> you know, uh, and 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 I feel that like the reason why I said that is because I feel like losing Bogdanovich actually was bad. Not that Bogdanovich is some type of player that's going to attract everybody to Sacramento, but 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 I think that even if the Kings saw Bogdanovich as an overpay, they actually have to overpay a little bit to adjust for that factor. You know, because uh, they're not a free agent destination, so they need to keep what they got and build on what they got to be able to attract players, you know, to be able to attract De'Aaron Fox to stay here longer. I know he signed a long deal, but you see players request trades all the time. And I know De'Aaron Fox would walk for nothing. they at least get something of good value in return if he demanded a trade. He got a I, bag. Yeah, yeah. He got a bag. What I'm saying, though, what I'm saying is, like, they need, it, they, they need to overpay for is That's what he wants, to keep a good core together, you know what I mean? And they need to be smart. Like I said, they need to be smart because – how patient is De'Aaron Fox going to be? Like, mm-hmm. I, they haven't improved at all. We were hearing the same things about Devin Booker, right? Like, man, like they, how much longer does he have with patience in Phoenix? They made some moves. You know, they went to go pick up uh, Chris Paul. I'll talk about it when we get there because that was one of my points. But
2: mm-hmm.
1: back to Sacramento, you know, how patient is De'Aaron Fox going to be? I don't know. Picking up white I helps, but let's see how he's going to be in the locker room for them. Like we said, you know, sources say. So uh, uh, we're going to see how he's going to have to be. But they're still not sniffing the playoffs. So, you know, eh, I gave him a D-plus, by the way. I didn't say my grade, but I gave him a D-plus. Losing <laughs> yeah. Bogdanovich was okay. D-plus, C-minus, you know. Mm-hmm. Eh, we'll see. Well, Hassan Weissad could, sh- could shift that a lot. Mm-hmm. If Hassan side's a great player, then that D-plus becomes, you know, a C-plus. Mm-hmm. But but losing Bogdanovich for nothing in the situation that they're in, I, I don't think was a smart move.
2: It's going to be, like, big overload over there because they have Hassan side, and they also have Marvin Bagley Jr., that's going to be very good for, like, their front court, you know, like the defensive um, aspect of it, you know. He's nice, but he needs to play. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like, um, like, now uh, – what's his name? Who did I just say? Marvin Bagley. Diamond. Oh, yeah, um, Bagley. He's he's going to probably, you know, like, come into more of himself now because now he don't have to carry that load of being a big that plays defense, you know, and um, rebounds. And, you know, like he, like he isn't that workhorse big anymore. He's going to be more of that finester type of big now, I, I feel like.
0: I like that. I, li- I like that point. I, that's true. He's, he's going to be able to go back to who he was in college, which is like that agile big. Like, he could, he could take it out to the three and break yeah. you down. He could do that. But right now, he can't do that because nobody on the on the Kings is going to play the big. So, I, I agree with that, yeah. Okay, yeah, Okay. I didn't, so... think,
1: I didn't think about it from that aspect. That's a good point, actually. I, I completely forgot about him because he's been injured. But, yeah. but actually, that's, that's a good point. Yeah, let me, let me change their, their, what did I give him, a D, D plus? Let's change the D-plus to a C-minus. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got to bump up a little bit. That's true. I'm Marvin Bagley. I guess, you know, like I always say, when, when I come on, best type of ability, availability, need to need to see him be more available, you know. And that's not his fault, but it happens. It happens. Okay.
0: So. I was moving on to the next thing. We got the, we got the jazz, man. I gave him a C because they didn't really do much. They just signed Derek. They just signed Derek Favors and lost a bunch of guys. They lost. They lost Ed Davis, Tony Bradley, and like a, a full list of guys. I I could list them, but it'd be too take too long. Lost yeah. a bunch of guys and a couple picks. So which is, I mean, we don't know what these guys are going to turn into. You know, what I'm saying we don't know. They got, these guys could be scrubs or they could turn into Kawhi Leonard. You know, we never know. But from what we, what we do know, I just gave him. I gave him a. I gave him a C.
2: Okay. I gave him a C two just because they didn't really do much, you know. They they did acquire um Derek Favors and they lost a lot of players. So just like just like what you said, they didn't really do much, but wasn't too surprised with the, what they did.
0: Okay. I,
1: I gave him a B minus, uh like like we've been kinda of touching on. Nothing significant. You know, I think they kinda they kinda overpaid for both Favors and Clarkson. But uh, I'm happy for Clarkson. He's a Laker baby, so uh, you know, I'm happy. We'll get that bread. Guys, yeah, he's got to get that bread. But uh, I, like you guys said, it was just. Eh. I mean, they, 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 they're a good team. They'll make the playoffs, I believe. Uh, I'm actually fairly confident they'll make the playoffs. But uh, I mean, barring injuries, but uh, just give them a B minus. I think that was that was just an average grade for an average offseason.
0: Okay. Moving on to, I I I think this is a hot take. I don't think y'all gonna have this one. So we're moving on to the Rockets, man. So I'm I'm gonna go last on this one because I. So go ahead, y'all y'all go ahead and kick that one off. All
2: right. I'll
0: go first on this one. Go ahead. For the
2: Rockets, I gave them a B because um they acquired John Wall, Christian Wood, DeMarcus Cousins, Jason Tate. They drafted King and Martin Jr. But they lost a lot of players. I feel like right now they're in like the rebuilding process. They want to build the team around John Wall and DeMarcus Cousins. Just like how they were at, at uh, Kentucky, because they were a national championship-winning team. So no telling what they could do, like right now, in, in like in the league and where their careers are. But I do know that uh, that Demarcus Cousins has a lot of rebuilding to do and like a lot of you know uh, mending himself back together. But once they do, or like once he does get to that level again, they're going to be a, a force to be reckoned with.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. I, I think they had the most polarizing offseason, whereas you hear you'll have people who say they had a great offseason and people who said they had an awful offseason. I think this is the one that's probably going to be least agreed upon across the NBA community. But um, I give them plus. Um I, I, I actually think that they had a pretty good offseason. I think boogie's a gamble, but a good pickup. It's a non-guaranteed contract. You know, I think, like I mentioned already, I think the Lakers fumbled a little bit there, but uh, we don't know what's happening in the background. Uh, I think they won the Wall versus Westbrook trade, actually. And I have a reason for that. It's I think, first they got Wall and a pick, um, and I think Wall's going to be a better fit next to Harden, uh, granted he stays. Uh, losing Compton's not good, but picking up Christian Wood is great, or it's good, you know, it's not, I don't want to overhype him, uh, you know, I, I I think, and I think they had a solid offseason considering the, how their offseason began. Remember, the offseason began with Westbrook trade requests, Harden trade requests, and we thought they were just going to be just a fire sale, they're rebuilding, or going to tank, and. And, you know, now they now they, they pretty much, you know, they were able to salvage most of that. As of today, Harden's still there. He hasn't gone to training camp, but um, he's returned to Houston, I heard. And it's funny because he's going to have to pass six COVID tests. Oh. But I'm thinking now, actually, let me, let me already put this on wax right now. I'm thinking that they're going to somehow fake his results to be positive results so he doesn't have to report to camp and the media doesn't have to speculate about all that stuff. They're going to just pretend, "Oh, he's, you know, he tested positive and that's why he's not here." But really there's some other stuff going on in the background. That's that's my my I'm putting it on wax right now. But, you know, if they lose if they lose Harden for anything less than a top 5 player, which isn't going to happen, um then they'll probably drop down their grade because they'll have lost money on Harden. But uh um you know, I guess that, that depends on it's hinging on Harden how good their offseason is, but uh, put put my prediction on wax.
0: <laughs> All right. So I thought it was gonna be a hot take, but hearing your answers is not a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was gonna. Be, I thought I thought you guys were gonna give them like C's and D's. I gave the Rockets an A, an a, a plus, <laughs> a, a. Check this out. The I said this. I know Junior knows this. I told him this. The Rockets when they traded away Clint Capella and they were gonna do this Warrior small ball, but without the Warriors players, I was like, they will never win a championship. They will never win a championship with PJ Tucker being your biggest player on the court. That just will never happen, especially in today's NBA. It will never happen. So the reason why I gave them an A is because they, they, they traded away Clink. They try to do this little small ball thing with James Harden and Westbrook. And I, the whole time I knew this was, this is not going to work. This is going to be terrible. And it was terrible. And uh, I, and now they realized it. So the reason why I gave them an A is because they got away from that plan. They traded Westbrook, so so they got rid of Westbrook, which is it sounds crazy, but it's great to get rid of Westbrook. Yeah. They got rid of Mike Dentoni and that crazy small ball lineup he was trying to run, which is absolutely great. And getting rid of Mike Dentoni means getting rid of the, of the small ball game plan. So and they did that by like how Jalen mentioned signing Demarcus Cousins, signing Christian Wood, who has great potential. He's 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 a player to watch out for and trading for trading for John Wall and then drafting Kenny and Martin Jr., kind of Kenny and Martin's son. So that's, you know, that's cool to like, see the whole and father and son coming around, so that's cool. Yeah. But like I Jr. mentioned as well, like they did lose Robert Covington, Jeff Green, and JL Green, but I think those players were there to 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 help the team around that small game plan, around that small ball game plan. Robert Covington was only there because he often would play as the center when, when, when they had no Clint Capella. You know, but now that they got rid that that they got a center back and Demarcus Cousins and Christian Wood, whoever's going to run the center, they don't even really need. Uh, I mean, they not that they don't need Robert and You could take Robert and that's a great player, but he, they don't really need him for the same role that 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 uh, that he was at. Because you know, last season he was defending the, the big every single time, him or PJ Tucker. So, not a hot take anymore. But yes, an a plus, man, because they got rid of Westbrook. A, they got rid of, okay, not A+, just A. <laughs> they, got, they got rid of Westbrook and they got, they got rid of Mike telling that small ball lineup. And now they can finally go back to building around John Wall, James Harden, and DeMarcus Cousins. And if Christian Wood comes out to be something him, that's, that's a super team right there.
1: It's a nice team for sure, yeah. I mean, that's, that was what I was saying. Boogie, like, they could fumble that one.
0: But
1: uh, <laughs> who do y'all think is better between Westbrook and John Wall? Just pound for pound.
0: For pound, like uh, player for player,
1: play for player. I'm player. going. Like,
0: I'm not, don't talk about like who's around them, just player for player. I'm going Westbrook. Oh, I was I, gonna I, go I Westbrook, Westbrook, Westbrook at first, I was gonna go Westbrook at first, but I'm thinking about like I might have to go Westbrook because John Wall hasn't played in so long. But like, yeah, damn, do you remember John Wall? John Wall yeah, was like, he was, was cold, MVP, though. MVP was yeah, MVP. no, Westbrook was cold, but John Wall was like coming down court, dropping you, hitting threes, and coming yeah, through, dug and left him. <laughs>
2: But that was so uh, long ago, it seems like you know like like, like I know somebody is like right now,
1: now I, I would take Westbrook any day but but I think that when you add Westbrook, when you add wall and a pick it starts getting a lot nicer for the Rockets and and like we said too you know fits around around James Harden is much better I really I really want the Rockets to like hang on to James Harden actually because I don't want you know I mean gonna force his way out and they're just gonna get nothing I don't I don't really like that you know I mean I'm not like oh you know they should play for the contract you know like there's definitely like things that like uh, player empowerment and owner empowerment is two different things but but you know I'd like to see you know teams I guess kind of I guess the Rockets keep Harden and see if they can withstand because if Harden requests a trade and he doesn't you know and and they basically don't they're like no you're gonna play out the rest of your contract it might set a precedent so players you know stop doing that because I, I i think that's kind of you know that's kind of whack when they request trades like for no reason you know what i mean like mm-hmm. i don't i don't if i could understand like i know it's going to sound biased but like i can understand anthony davis's situation he was with New Orleans for nine years they did nothing to improve the team to give to give him a fighting chance so you request a trade that's completely fair. I know they're probably every whoever's watching is like, oh, he's a Lakers fan. That's why he says that about Anthony Davis. Like, I think that's completely fair. But 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 Harden, like, he's gotten a solid supporting cast around me. He got CP3. He got Westbrook, who, yeah, it didn't work out. But you know, you you brought in a superstar player. He's gotten players that he's wanted. He's gotten a team, you know. Like Houston is doing, I don't know if they're doing what they can, but they're doing quite a bit to keep him. And to keep them happy, so it's like, and you still request a trade after that, you, you almost think like, man, what else can we do, you know? You want to send LeBron, AD, Kevin Durant, and Kyrie, and then put them all around you, you know what I mean? Like, that's yeah. that's why I, I definitely would like to see him stay, so we can kind of put an end to that, you know, senseless trade requests. Those that make sense, like I said, I'm all for it, but when it's just like, oh, I want to go team up with my buddies, even though I have a good team here, it's a little tougher.
2: You know what? Jim. I was at a B, but now like I'm at a B minus because like come like come to think of it, they got two players that are always hurt. You know, they got John Wall and Demarcus Cousins. You know, and with like like when Demarcus Cousins came back, you know, like two years ago, like for the Warriors, he wasn't even that good. He so like he like uh, finals
1: game.
2: Yeah, and exactly, you know, like he hasn't been that good ever since he left Sacramento, in my opinion. Yeah. So what I, about in New Orleans? He was nice
1: in New Orleans before he got hurt.
0: It was he was nice he, for like half a season. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah before he got hurt. He's always getting hurt off, off the sun. Yeah. He's low as heck. I don't like that.
0: Okay. Like, All right. So moving we got moving on to the next team. The next team we got the Mavericks, man. So I gave the Mavericks a B minus. I gave the Mavericks a B minus. The reason why I gave him B minus is because they picked up Josh Green in the draft from Arizona, which I think is going to be a good player. I liked him. I've been watching him since high school. I think he's solid. They traded for Josh Richardson from the from the 76ers and James Jones from the Wolves re-signed JJ Barea and resigned Willie Collie stein And one thing I want to bring up is everybody's been saying like like since since Luca got this good and uh Chris came to the Mavs, they've been saying like, oh my God, the Mavs, if they can get a third score, they could be they could be so good. They get that third score, that third score. And they've been putting all this weight on Tim Hardaway Jr. to be that third score. But I think now they have that third scorer. Josh Richardson, that's 14 points per game, 80%, 80% from the free throw line, 35% from three, 43% from the field. Like, he's, he's, he's a solid player. You know, he's a solid third option, and he's, he scores. Like, that's what he does. Like, he's a Lou Williams-type scorer. Now I wouldn't say it's at the same level, but he scores. You know, that's what he does. And, and I think that them adding uh, Josh, Josh Richardson gives him that, that third option. But something that does hurt very bad is that they lost Seth. Seth Curry, Seth Curry, man, he he's like I know it took him a while to make it to the NBA and get in the NBA. He had to go to a couple G leagues, went to college for a look, was in college for like four years. But now he's a solidified role player in the NBA. Like he can he, he hits shots from deep. He he scores two points less than Josh Richardson, but shoots it at, from the three point line, from the free throw line, and from the field at a better percentage and a more effective than Josh Richardson. But I gave him. game a B minus. So how how y'all feeling about the Mavs?
1: I gave him a C plus. I think Josh Richardson's a good pickup, but like you said, losing, losing Seth Curry affects their shooting. I think they overpaid a little bit for Willie Cauley Stein. I actually don't even think he's that good. Uh, uh, and I but I think honestly, there's the reason why I actually gave him a C plus as opposed to a lower grade is they're keeping their options open for Giannis. You know, will Giannis want to go to Dallas? I don't know. I mean, he's in Milwaukee right now. Uh, so it's not like, it's not like, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't want to, you know, talk smack on Dallas, but, uh, is he going to want to go to Dallas? I don't know. But if he does, obviously it's a good move for them. Um, so this is a good move, not making anything significant, not making big moves, just staying, you know, smooth sailing to try to, you know, have as much space and availability to take on Giannis uh, next year, if he chooses to go to Dallas. So I think they had an average offseason but good for what they needed to do.
2: Mm -hmm. I agree with you, too, because, like, they didn't do too much, but they really, like, kind of stayed in their lanes with with picking up what they really needed. They didn't do too much.
0: Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. So, moving on to the next team, we got the Golden State Warriors, man. I went ahead and gave them a B. I went ahead and gave them a B. The reason why I gave them a B is because of that draft pick, man, James Wiseman. Boy, everybody that knows me knows I'm not a big Warriors fan, right? I'm not even – you know, I don't, I don't really give Warriors their props, but they hit gold with James Wiseman. I think he's going to be like Anthony Davis' potential. Like, I'm not saying that good because Anthony Davis is just like on a whole other level, but I like he has potential to get there, bro. He's mobile. He's I, like nimble on his feet. He's so big, too. He's, he, he struck gold. The Warriors struck gold, man. So, the Warriors struck gold, so I, I had to give him a B for that. How y'all feeling about that?
1: I actually gave him a C plus, and I'll tell you why. Wiseman is a great pick. I agree with what you said, but the front office didn't do anything for that. It, it just fell on their lap. It really did. But they, you got even have to pick, though. You got to like pick. No, who you I know, but, pick. but you can't screw up a second pick. You know. What I, mean? I mean, no, no, I take that back. But but it, it's it's like well, actually, I don't know. Lonzo Ball, no, no, but Lonzo Ball would say that now that he's played in the league, right? But, like, we don't know. Wiseman could end up actually sucking when he plays in the league. But on, like, a week well, – what was the draft was, what, two weeks ago, three weeks ago? Three weeks after draft, everybody was still high on Because if you're picked second, you're hyped. You're a yeah. good player. You know what I mean? So, that's where we're at with Wiseman right now. So, it's very possible that Wiseman could – end. I mean, look, Kwame Brown was hyped. He was picked number one. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, Anthony Bennett was hyped. He was picked number one. But let's see what he does in the league. Now, I agree. I think Wiseman is going to be a great player. Uh, but front office didn't do much. It just fell on their lap. The NBA gave them the second pick. And I honestly, man, like I'm not gonna get on a rant here, but like they weren't bad because they had a bad team. They were bad because of injuries. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the NBA gave them that second pick. They gave them that second pick. And it and, and yeah. it
0: works out, it works out perfect for them because that's what they, exactly. needed. they, ne- they needed. They needed a, big, a yeah. mobile, a mobile big man. So, not not just exactly. a big man, they needed a
1: mobile one. So who were they gonna who like they couldn't have messed the front office couldn't have messed that up because Anthony Anthony Edwards? Is... Edwards. Yeah, Anthony man. Edwards won in the first in, in the first uh, went first overall sorry I got confused with Anthony cause I got a fun fact but I'm gonna tell y'all after um, Anthony Edwards he went first overall so who was the next best big man? you know what I mean? like yeah. they, they, they couldn't screw it up I think that's why I gave him I think they overpaid for Uber pretty bad it's gonna hurt their cap like I think Uber is a nice player but the way the amount of money he's getting is more than what he deserves and um, I actually think that the because I looked at you know the Warriors are like they're always like riding the line with the luxury tax because they have like four huge contracts in like mm-hmm. Curry Thompson Draymond and Wiggins, um, but so they're always riding the line of that luxury uh, luxury tax, and I think with the Ubre salary they somehow screw themselves out of like eighty million dollars or something like it's it, it's just it's a lot more than the salary because now there's penalties that come with that, so uh, I honestly think that they that they you know they couldn't afford another big sal big contract and they got one. Not that you know Uber's contract is big, but it's big for his skill, if that makes any sense.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh Winnermaker is okay. Bazemore is back. Um but honestly, yeah, I think they had an okay offseason. Not not trying to hate on them, you know what I mean? I've been I've been a little tough on this podcast. Like I gotta say I gotta apologize to Sacramento and I gotta apologize to Dallas. I didn't mean to say anything bad about y'all <laughs> Cities. None of that stuff. Uh, 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 but the same thing with the Warriors. Like I'm not trying to hate on them or anything like that. I just think you know, NBA gave him the second pick, couldn't really screw it up. That's why I couldn't give him as big a grade because I don't feel like the front office did anything spectacular or did anything like that. You know what I mean? It's kind of, it's kind of half feel. And just before we transition real quick, uh, the the whole Anthony thing. This is so it's a fun fact. I don't remember what exactly the number is, but. If you look back at the number one picks over the last few years, a lot of them had Anthony, their names. Anthony Bennett, Anthony Davis, Anthony Edward. Call Anthony Towns. Like, there's a lot of Anthonys in the first pick. <laughs> That's why I was like, Anthony, let me make sure I say it right. It's Edwards. Like, okay, cool, cool. I didn't want to say the wrong one. But anyway, I, that was way too long. I'm sorry. John, go ahead. Um, I gave him a B just because of the draft picks, you know, because I
2: love James Wiseman, and I also love Nico Mannion. Nico Mannion has been – like, he was nice to Arizona, and he was – nice in high school and I've been watching him ever since high school you know the the white boy with like, like with the red hair but, but like he's like dunking on everybody you know just someone that could do everything for you and I just love his game but uh they, they lost Dragon Bender and Kai Bowman which doesn't really mean much you know like they they got more than what they lost so that yeah they got I, I got him up be for that
1: okay uh, Manion as well actually got him on a two-way deal so that's actually great that's actually that that actually was a good move, brother, for the front office. Getting Manning on a two way deal it means yeah. yeah. I don't think he's going to count against the roster, so uh-huh. that's a that's a, that's that's a solid that's a solid move.
0: All right, so the next team we got we got the Suns, man. So the Suns, I gave them a D. I actually gave them a D. Listen what? to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. <laughs> they are supposed like how, you you even hey. said it earlier. You even said it earlier, Junior. They are supposed to be in win now mode with Devin Booker. With listen with Devin Booker with um uh who's the strong guy again um DeAndre Aiden. De- DeAndre Aiden. Aiden. DeAndre Aiden. uh like this uh, they had Jalen McHugh all these the, these young players you're supposed to win now win now. And what do they do? They trade for a thirty-six-year-old CP three who is not even gonna take CP you take the Suns right now and then you just and then you just add CP three and Jay Crowder, they're not making the playoffs. They are still not making the playoffs. So stop you, it,
1: Skip. Stop no <laughs> They are ahead, still,
0: go ahead. <laughs> still not making the playoffs. So so the, again, the reason why I gave the D is because you're supposed to be in win now mode. You have your you have your <laughs> you have your you have your best player that, that, that you want to win with right now, and they're young, and you sign a 36-year-old aging point guard who's not going to make you that much better, and then you sign Jay Crowder, and then you re-sign Dar- Dario Sarge. And that's it. When you're supposed to win now, they should have went for like – they should have kept Oubre. That's what they should have did. Yeah. What I I would have way rather keep
1: Ubre and then sign 36-year-old C. Bro, CP is not going to be able to do what he did this year. No, no, listen. All right, all right. Let let, let me go here. I gave him an A, actually. I gave him an A. (laughs) I gave him an A, and I'm going to tell you exactly why I gave him an A. Because of exactly what we said. They're in win-now mode. I actually think CP3 does make that difference. I had the same doubts about CP3 last year going into Oklahoma City. I thought they were just going to suck, and he helped them come... uh, Make him into a fifth seed. Like he, he really did that. So he's an extremely nice player. Like we're all here praising Rondo. CP3 is just as smart, if not smarter, much better than Rondo. And 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 we're all talking about Rondo being a great pickup for the Hawks. I feel like that's the same thing with CP3 except better. And and I get it that he was on a massive contract, but that's actually why that's that's a reason why I actually think it was was a good move. Not the fact that the contract being huge, but the fact that they're in win now mode. They're in win out mode, so they had to get a solid pair. Who can like who can 36. play make? It, who who can play make as well as 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 uh, as Chris Paul that was available in this market? Nobody, nobody. nobody. But how, yeah. how long playmaker. is CP? How long is CP going to be playing well like this For, until he's forty? No, no, but he's still good now. Good enough now that I think I think that Suns will make the playoffs actually.
0: And his his no. skill set, his skill set requires youngness, youthfulness. You know his skill set. And, is and right who we, ch- 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 yeah. And he, yeah, star, oh, he I started around. No, I, no. I, I get mean, it. With uh, cp yeah, like,
2: yeah, his his age, I get it. He played good with a Shaquil and Alexander so I don't have that much doubt that he's not going to do good with uh, And Dennis Schroeder,
1: too. Yeah, like yeah. Like that—that that was good, and he, now he's going to have Booker. Look, imagine Booker doesn't have to take the ball. I mean, who's taking the ball up last year? Ricky Rubio was young. Ricky Rubio. yeah. So that's a huge upgrade. No matter how you look at it, thirty-six or not, current CP three is better than current Ricky Rubio. So yeah. they've upgraded that position. They've gotten better at the point guard position. Uh, um, CP three, I think, even though he's not what he used to be, he's still a very good player. That's still going to pose a threat. He still has a his mid range is still super nice. Mm-hmm. So so we're gonna be able to have so gotta get gotta get to the mid-range. Yes, yes. Look, <laughs> they have they have DeAndre Ayton, they have Booker. I actually I always told you, John, I said the Suns need to figure it out soon because they have enough team they they have a squad nice enough to not be yeah. fifteenth or thirteenth in the West or something like that. Yeah. So 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 I think adding CP three and adding Jay Crowder is is gonna be a solid like that's a solid team. I think that's making the playoffs, honestly. Because look, you got Aiton at the five. You got you got DeAndre at the four. Sorry, sorry, DeAndre, Aiton, and DeAndre. You got Aiton at the five. A Crowder at the four. I don't know who they would have at the three, but then Booker should have C- kept Oubre. No, I, I get it, but I, I, honestly, like I think uh, I think that they that they that they have a good enough team now to make the playoffs. I think CP3 was a good add, and and God, look, right? CP3 is he's, he's a locker room guy too. He's a good leader and. Phoenix, not a free agent hotspot. Not saying anything bad about Phoenix. Phoenix is a great city, uh, but not a free agent hotspot. So you get someone like CP3 to pair up with Booker and Aiton, and you might get some eyes. You might get some people looking. You might get some veterans be willing to go there, you know? So that CP3 move might pay dividends going forward because it might set up a good season now. Even if they don't win, they might be able to get, they might be good and the teams would be more interested in go- – players would be more interested in going to Phoenix, you know? And they got to keep Dario Sarge, too. Like, Dario Sarge is not a bum, you know what I mean? So, they – they, they. I honestly think – I, I give him an eight. I think they had a really, really good offseason. But, okay. Jalen,
2: man, I don't want you to fall asleep out here because they're just – No, going- no, you I'm, I'm, like, listening to you, and I'm just, like, dang, like, you're getting all my points because, I mean, like, like, CP3 is a good pickup just because of, like, what he like, – like, what he brings to the team, like, even if he isn't there, you know? like, Like, he – he brought like a lot of value to the OKC and you now he's, he's going to bring that much value to um, the sons. You know, he's going to set people up to um, like, for, like their careers going on, you know, like he's, he's going to be teaching DeAndre Aiden a lot of things. He's going to be teaching the D- D- book, a lot of things. And they're both 21, 22 years old. Yeah. So this, this stuff that he's going to be giving to them is really invaluable.
1: Yeah. And you so- see like everybody on OKC too. They were like, I mean, CP3 is a great leader. Shea said that Schroeder said that all young guys, you know, they learned from CP three, so so I'm sorry for cutting you off. What, nah, you didn't what,
0: you know. what grade would you give him, Jalen? Because Junior gave him an A. You gave him an A, right,
1: Junior? Yeah, I gave him an A. What would I you give him, him Jalen? B plus? Yeah.
0: Okay, okay. Well, I'm the only one with the hot take here. <laughs> 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 all right. All right. So let's 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 move on to the next team, man. Next team we got the Pelicans. I gave the Pelicans a B minus because they traded for, for for Eric Bledsoe, which is cool. They traded for Steven Adams, which is amazing, which is great for them. They re-signed Brandon Ingram, which is the biggest thing that happened all the their entire offseason. But man, what 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 hurts, what hurts, and does not get made up with Eric Bledsoe is losing Drew Holiday. Losing Drew Holiday hurts him so bad. And like they they also lost Jaleel Okafor, but Steven Adams is ten times what Julia Okafor will ever be. Eric Eric Bledsoe will never not not to hate on Eric Bledsoe he'll never be as good as Drew Holiday. Everybody gives Drew Holiday, praise. but he's nice though. He's nice, but not Drew Holiday. Now, like you you we we've we've heard Kevin Durant, LeBron James, Stephen Curry. We've heard that we've heard the greatest players in the NBA right now be like be like Drew Holiday the hardest player to, to for me to play against. You know what I'm saying? We've heard that. So like, like how you you say you talk about a lot here, peer respect. He has hell of peer respect. Like he just gets yeah. snubbed on the All Star, snubbed on the on the um, on the All NBA All Defensive Team because he's in he was in, he's in the Western Conference, right? But like, man, like I think losing Drew Holiday hurts him so bad. And like Eric Bledsoe will try to make up for that, but I don't know, man. I don't know if I'd rather have Drew Holiday and Eric Bledsoe, but uh, but that's why I gave him B minus because losing. Drew Hurts very bad, but again, signing Steven Adams and re-signing B.I. is
1: amazing. I agree with you. I gave him a B. Uh, I think, like you said, losing Drew Holiday is bad, but I think he wanted to leave, right? So, you know, they kind of had to make lemonade out of the lemons they had. Um, they were going to get Bledsoe, which is better to get Bledsoe than nothing, you know, in yeah. the situation that they were in. And Adam, adding Steven Adams, they're looking at a nice lineup. They're going to have yeah. Lonzo, Reddick, Ingram, Zion, and Adams. Like, that's a solid starting five. Uh, yeah. Like, I think they could threaten for the playoffs. And uh, and honestly, like you said, John, they re-signed that boy B.I., You know, B.I., another Laker baby, so go get your bread. Happy to see him get that fat contract, you know, especially after there was a doubt that he was even going to play because of that blood clot scare for Brandon Ingram. So it's really nice to see him, you know, thank God he's okay. And it's really nice to see him, you know, getting that bag and playing under the potential that we always knew he could get to. So really happy. I gave him a B. I think they had a good off season. I gave them a B too, because I feel like,
2: well, like personally, I feel like they, uh, they weren't appreciating Drew Holiday as much as they should, should have been. And I'm glad that he left actually, because he's now going to a team that's going to be valuing him as a player that he is. And he's, 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 He's gonna be um, forming that nice bond with Giannis, in the like like at the Bucks, he's gonna be uh, a future probably uh, championship contender next year, yeah, just because of that um, addition to the Bucks. So I, I I love that he left, and I love that they um they added Steven Adams, Eric Blitzo, Brenner Ingram again. This is gonna be a nice solid core for next year.
0: Definitely. Definitely. All right. So moving on to the next team, we got the Grizzlies, man. I, I, I just gave the Grizzlies a C because they didn't really do much. They just added Mario Hazona, but then lost Josh Jackson and, uh, and John Tate Porter, which is uh, Michael Porter's younger brother. So, oh, man. so which was just cool, but yeah, they didn't really do much. I just gave them a C. How are y'all feeling about the Grizzlies?
1: C plus extremely average off season. Yeah. I don't think they, they, they didn't add anyone significant. They didn't lose anyone significant. Except maybe Josh Jackson, but but he honestly like it's kind of unfortunate. But I think he's kind of done for in the league, maybe. You know, I mean, I know he's I think he's on the Pistons now, but but um, he he's been like in this. Is he gonna do it this season window for so long?
0: And yeah,
1: he might be out of the league, you know. So uh, which is sad because I think he was like a third or fourth overall pick. I, yeah, but yeah. He was fifth.
2: I think he was like fourth or fifth. Yeah. Oh,
1: okay. I thought you said he was five. Um, yeah, I think honestly, I think that 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 it was just an average off season. So C plus, that's what I give. Them. What about you, Joe?
2: I gave them a, a, C, uh, a C. That's it, because they didn't do anything at all, really. In my opinion, they, you know, um, I feel like they're just going to start building around uh, John Morant. You know, um, like like coming next season, they're going to be, you know, like trading more players and stuff. But like right now, they don't have a need. Oh, but they lost Josh, Josh Jackson, didn't they? Yeah. They lost him <laughs> Oh, that sucks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean it's getting breaking news right now from our last <laughs>
2: crazy. Yeah. Because I feel like like him and uh Don Moran and Josh Jackson, they they would have been a good duo going together, you know, like over like the years, just just like maturing together. But now that that's that gone, I don't even know what's gonna happen with them.
1: Okay, yeah, okay. I mean, they're not they're not making the playoffs with or without Josh Jackson, not in the West. Yeah. So, you know, they almost did last year, but last year, you know. The Warriors weren't in play, and they're going to be this year. Even without Clay, they'll probably at least make playoffs. Yeah. yeah, uh,
2: I, I a lot of potential, Josh Jackson did. And, it, like, it was only his third yeah. year. That's why I had so much hope for him coming into next season. I mean, it's
1: not over for him, but it's just a, the window's getting tighter and tighter for Josh Jackson for sure.
0: Yeah. Definitely. All right, so for the next team, we got the Wolves. I, I gave – honestly, this was more of, like, a sympathy vote. And just because they had the first-round pick – I gave him a B because it's the first round pick. Um, because it's the first round pick. That's literally the only reason why, because they ain't do nothing besides draft uh, Anthony Edwards. They lost Ricky Rubio. Uh, I'm not sorry. They traded for Ricky Rubio, uh, who, who that's who they originally had drafted like five years ago. and But lost James James Johnson and Evan Evan Turner, which again isn't the biggest thing in the world. But uh only reason why I gave him a B is because, you know, let's see what Anthony Edwards turns out to be. You know, I'm not going to say anything because I honestly did not watch him. N- I watch. I don't watch much college basketball. I only watch NBA. Like that's what I watch. And Anthony Edwards, I didn't. I didn't watch any of his games. And don't I, I really don't know. But I, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if he even fits that team. To be honest with you, like I don't know because they have D'Lo and and uh, Malik Green, oh, Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But my, I don't think uh, Anthony Edwards is centered. I think he's. I think he's like a uh, a two. He's a two guard. He's a two guard, right? Two-guard. Yeah. he's a, he's a, he's a six two forty. 40-inch bird. He's swole. Hey, is, is, he, is, he, is he nice like that, Jalen? I don't know yet.
2: Like, like coming out of high school, he was even nice. Coming out of college, he was nicer. He he developed who he was in in college, and now people are are, are noticing that, and he got with the number one pick. So, I feel like this is going to be a good pick. He has to get, like, his, his like, shot going together, like, a little more, because he's more of a two-guard, not not a point guard. And with D'Lo at the one, you know, it's going to be pretty – Interesting, seeing what he's gonna do on, at, at the two. Well,
1: okay. actually, that's what I was actually gonna talk about. I, I gave him a B because uh, you know nothing big, but they, but actually they finally realized something that I've been saying for years. I think that Russell is actually a two guard, more of a two guard than a one guard. So I think getting Rubio was actually a good move by them because he could play the one guard, allowing Russell to score more. So, so, so until I mean I don't know if Edwards is gonna become starting on no, I mean, he was the first overall pick, probably will be. But I don't know if he can play the three or not. Like, John, I, I'm not a big college hoops guy. I'm more of a pro hoops guy. So um, we'll see what happens. But honestly, I think getting Rubio was actually a good move to enable more and get more out of d And, uh, I mean, let's see what happens with, uh, you know, that I think they're going to have a nice team. Uh, Carl City Towns keeps developing, but it's going to be, you know, the age-old question of – or not the question, but the dilemma of, Good team, not good enough to make the playoffs. So we'll see and what happens. they're
2: still fairly young too, like the Wolves. You know, like Cats only 24, D'Lo's only 25, 24, and with Anthony Edwards only 20 years old, so they still have like like a lot of room to grow as a team. I
0: think I think the Wolves. What if I if I was the Wolves owner? What I would have did is I would have actually tried to swap that first round pick to Phoenix and get Devin Booker. Boy, if they had D'Lo, Devin Booker, and Cat. Come on, oh, that okay. is a that is a championship well, what, team. What,
1: what would you What would they be able to give them? Like, I, if I were, a first, if I were a first runner, round pick,
0: a, a first round pick, in the,
1: pick, for Devin Booker.
0: No, no, not just that first round pick, and you, whoever else besides Delo and Cat, everybody else is is well, who. Is, is there's a, no,
1: there's a piece. who's left. <laughs> who's left? Okay. I'm gonna send you half of Ricky Rubio's contract you know in mean? the <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think they have anybody else that that that. Could really, I guess, be significant enough yeah. for to add onto that onto that trade, you know?
0: Yeah. So, so something else I'm going to mention about Anthony Edwards, yeah, as a Hooper, I did not like this. I absolutely despise this. He on the interview, he got he in his draft night interview. They asked him like, "Do you watch basketball?" And he was like, "I don't even watch." Like he's like, "I don't even watch basketball." Like I'm just a football guy. He's like he's like I just like I'm better at basketball. Like that pissed me off so much. Like this has nothing to do with with the wolves. That pissed me off so much. Is just like people who love basketball like us have to like wish to be in the NBA and he's in the <laughs> NBA and just like doesn't even watch basketball. And like all he has to do is play basketball. And like yeah. h- and how do you how are you in the NBA? You got to watch your opponent. You got to know how your opponent gonna come. You're not even watching. That's that's de- he's gonna le- be
1: nice if he said all that and got picked first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's he's got he's got to be nice, but yeah, no, I hear you. Some people just, you know, they don't do it for the love of it. But it definitely would have been nice to be 6'5". five. I'll tell you that. <laughs> All right, so moving on to I the guess final... I have to settle
0: for 6'6". <laughs> <laughs> Mo- moving on to the final team, man, we got the Oklahoma City Thunder, which I think I'm gonna have another hot take. So let me let me go ahead and get this out the way, so Jenner could go crazy. I gave the Thunder. Believe it or not, the lowest grade of any team I gave them an F. <laughs> I gave the I gave what? the Thunder an F. Check well, this the out, are
1: bro.
0: There. Check this out. I gave the Thunder an F because I I, I get it. I already know well, well the reason why. Like they, the reason why they did it is because like what Junior mentioned earlier. It's like if you're losing in the 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 finals and if you're losing the first round, you're still losing, right? So like you're losing no matter what, right? but they went from a fifth-seeded playoff team to trading away everybody, just total rebuild mode right now, traded away CB3 as a starter for them. Dennis Schroeder, which some, sometimes was a starter for them, sometimes he came off the bench, but everybody knows he was basically a starter on that team, starter. right? Quality. Yeah, mm-hmm. quality. Steven Adams, absolutely amazing starter. Terrence Ferguson, doesn't start every game, but he's a good, he's a good, good, uh, good starter sometimes. Hell Hella bounce. The Nurk didn't come back. No, Snowell didn't come back. They just lost all these players. And check this out. Let me t- let let me read you who got the, who who they got back. You'll probably only recognize two players. They got Al Horford, Ty Jerome, Jalen Lecue, Vicente Porter, Trevor Reza, Justin Jackson, George Hill, Darius Miller, and T.J. Lee. So they basically lost four starters for Al Horford and a bunch of young guys in George Hill. Yeah. Like that's that's the way on I see Jalen.
1: Jalen's like
0: your favorite. Jalen Lecue is gonna be nice, but Jalen Lecue needs like some th- two, three more years to get bigger. He's got crazy bounds, but he's 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 got to get a lot better. No, that that everybody understands. But like they basically traded away their entire team that got them there. I understand that. Like well, if you're losing the finals or if you lose losing the first round, it's the same thing. You're still losing. But like, it's easier to rebuild from the fifth seeded to the, to to a championship team than from nothing to a championship team you know what I'm saying so like I just I, I was I didn't understand that move so which is why I gave him an F man like that is a total fail to me
1: I wouldn't go as far to say total fail but I agree that they had some bad moves you know I, I gave him a C and I think that you know uh I think they're getting a little greedy with all these picks you know I think that's it became a joke and I think they're running with it and letting it get to their heads Too much of this, oh, we're going to have so many picks and so many picks this, but they're really forgetting about the now. Uh, So, you know, here they go again for rebuild, you know, destroy the team more and get more picks. Um, It's not a bad idea in a stacked West, you know, uh, which is why I gave them a C in on an F. Um, But at some point, the fans are going to have enough. You know, they're just like, all right, man, we're just trying to see some basketball now, you know. Draft picks don't score. You know what I mean? Draft picks are picks. That's what they are. So, so, so you know, they picked up Al Horford, who's okay, but he really fell off a cliff last season. And honestly, man, like if they win, I think they're going to need to win like eight titles in a row to make up for all the to play their fans through and all the picks they're going to get. You know what I mean? But, you know, like like John said, losing Alinari, Adam Schroeder, and CP3, it's not going to be easy for them. They're not going to get near the playoffs. But that's also what I said last year. They weren't even going to get near the playoffs last year, and they did. So you know we'll see if they're going to surprise us again, but I really doubt it this time. I really doubt it, uh, but we'll see. You know, I think I think it's uh, it's just going to be a little bit of a of, of more rebuild. But it's just like man, they already had a lot of picks. They didn't need to keep just leveraging. They're their yeah. now for more. They're present for more picks. But yeah. that's what they're doing. So let's see what happens. But yeah, C average. Just average season. Maybe C plus, but not much.
2: I gave them a C because you know they. They lost a lot of players. They they got a lot of players, you know, so it's kind of just like neutral to me. It's kind of just like they're they're kinda like evening each other out. You know, not like nothing good, nothing bad, but it's just the stuff just going in and out. Too much stuff going on.
0: Okay, definitely, definitely. Well, there you have it, everybody. Jalen Jr., thank you so much, man. I had so much fun, y'all. This was this was so much fun. And stay tuned, y'all. Stay tuned for some more because next week. Y'all guessed it. Yes, sir. We got the East coming. And the East, I feel like they they did more moves in the West. I think the teams in the East did some moves East in the West. Nice. So we got some juicy, nice co- nice topics for next week, man. So y'all stay tuned. I'm going to go ahead. And we're not, we not in the Clutch Talk studios anymore. So I'm going to go ahead and drop both Jalen's IG and Junior's IG, like right writing like right their names, man. So go ahead and follow, <laughs> follow Jalen and Junior, man. Go ahead. I'm. I'm gonna put the Clutch Talk IG on right here at the bottom. I don't know where yet, but put it right here. So go ahead, click <laughs> that like, man. Follow that. <laughs> go ahead, click that. Follow that man. Click the. Click the. Your turn. Your post notifications bell on, man, so you get a notification every time we drop a video. And just join the family, man. Because I promise you, y'all, we starting this season two of Clutch Talk. Me, Junior, and Jalen, y'all, we going hard. We going hard this season, y'all. We sure. we gonna come and Every every week we drop we dropping an episode for y'all man so be ready for this for the season two and me and my guys we are gonna be ready we we know the season coming up huh season coming up right, right around already the
1: man already twenty seconds
0: so I'm really, curious
1: we... what's gonna happen because you know teams that made made a deep playoff runs so they're gonna get no rest yeah so I'm curious I think that I think the season's gonna be one where. We're going to see a lot of good teams not have good regular season records and then just take off in, playoffs. in the playoffs. So this one's going to be an interesting one. We're going to have like a sixth seed or fifth seed win the finals maybe. We'll see. <laughs>
0: yeah. We'll see. But all right, I appreciate both y'all coming on, man. And that's it, y'all. So we out of here, y'all. Clutch Talk right.
2: out. After you take Brandy to the prom, you coming back to school with shades on your head. Literally looks like a jersey that you would leave out on the side of the street to get picked up by the garbage company like the next day. Me and Matt say we're 6'4", but I think we're each probably
0: an inch shorter than that. Me rounding up hurts, nobody helps everybody.
2: Basketball tales so strange, you didn't know that you didn't know them. So listen up, y'all. It's NBA Storytime, available wherever you get your podcasts.